working over here. That's it. Let's go Niners. Let's go Niners. We are live, and it's a new episode of the Sprint Ride Option Podcast. I am Andrew Pasquini, joined as always by Jason Aponte. And I'm going to start this episode real quick, just a little, but we're going to open the curtain a little bit for all the listeners to understand how this works. I get a phone call, 1.55 p.m. California time, from one Jason Aponte. And Jason said, hey, let's do this for the show. This is how we're going to lay it out. We're going to talk. We're going to talk preseason game. We're going to talk 53-man roster. We're going to have a whole conversation based off Jimmy Garoppolo, see where he's going to be. Jaquaski Tart, we'll talk about that. That's all cool. That phone conversation ends at 2.08 p.m. At 2.22 p.m., Adam Schefter tweets that Jimmy Garoppolo and the 49ers have restructured a contract, and that whole podcast plan out the window. It's a Jimmy Garoppolo episode. Jason, how are you doing on this Monday? I'm doing great. And for everybody that's here, make sure you guys like this video, subscribe to the channel, hit that <laughs> notification bell while you're here. Make sure you subscribe to the Sprint Ride Option podcast wherever you get your audio podcast. Andrew, there's certain times when you look in the mirror and you you see a moment, right? And, you, and you're like, this is the moment. Like, this is masterclass podcasting time right now at this point. As I pointed out many times, I love when people say the podcasters and the content creators reach so hard. We don't got to reach too far. Your team just throws everything at us, and we get to sit back and react. I am super happy to cover this team, super happy to cover it with Andrew Pasquini, and they never, ever have a short of things to talk about because, as I've said a million times, your team is clickbait. Your team is one of those circuses that everybody else downplays and talks crazy about. But nobody ever wanted to hear that before now. Andrew, I'm doing great to summarize all that. Hey, so for those of you who missed the news, if, if, if you haven't taken in your daily dose of vitamin 49ers Twitter, the San Francisco 49ers and Jimmy Garoppolo, reported by Adam Schefter, had agree- have agreed to a contract restructure. I believe the numbers was $6 million, six and a half fully guaranteed chance to make nearly 10 million more incentives, no trade and no tag to it all. I, I think we're safe to say Jason Aponte, but I feel very confident as of this second, we are in the last season of Jimmy Garoppolo now. I are hope. We? I think. Are we? I'm I don't not. Know, I, man. I'll never. I'll, well, I'll never make a statement that's as final as that. Well, what's funny is how like you could go back to a Sprint Ride Option podcast market back in March of 2021, and we were having the whole like, oh, do you structure restructure Jimmy Garoppolo? Do you not? If you just like go back to that and listen to that as if it was last week's episode, you might not have missed much. Mm-hmm. Like it, this is it, it's. It's almost unbelievable, but it's believable. Like, this is what the 49ers have done to us as content creators, as people who talk about the 49ers, as people who enjoy the 49ers. But this is one of those rare situations, Jason, where both sides are right. I think I think the side that's anti-Jimmy, like, why are we doing this? I think there's very legitimate concerns on this that side, but on the side of Jimmy Garoppolo, fa-fa-fa-fa-life, like, the nwo or the wolf pack exactly you got what i was going with no, there of I, there's cases to be made that that side's right too and this is such an interesting move i was working and i see a notification go off on my phone and it says adam Schefter's tweeted and the little thumbnail was a picture of jimmy garoppolo and i said oh shit it happened here we go what they do and restructure was probably the last thing in my mind i thought i was gonna <laughs> read and that was the sentence i read and and, and and this is as close, like I know we're three hours removed from it, but I think this is almost a, as instant reaction as you can get from Jason and I because mm-hmm. we both like to sit and think about how we feel before we get on camera and yell about all the bad things or all the good things the Niners have done. I don't think I've made a decision on this yet. I don't I don't know where I'm at on this, but we're, we're here. We're talking on YouTube.com, Jason Aponte's YouTube channel. Subscribe now if you haven't. But what a world. What a world we live in. As always. And, you know, I was out getting my groceries and of course, you know, the phone hits. And again, it was right when I, I, right after I spoke to Andrew and sure, this is what it is, of course, but let's do it down the middle. 
if someone were to tell you that you were going to have the best backup quarterback in football for $6 million as a team, that makes complete sense. So the 49ers have a win here in that way. Jimmy Garoppolo, hands down, is the best backup quarterback in football. I don't want to hear it. He's better than Baker Mayfield. He's better than Ryan Tannehill. I can go on. And and this is where we've kind of pushed back on the narrative on Jimmy Garoppolo. Nowhere in my wildest dreams that I think that this was possible, not because the 49ers didn't want it, but because Jimmy Garoppolo shouldn't want this, right? Like, think about this. This employer of yours that you've brought nothing but joy to has been actively trying to get rid of you for years. And sure, you have your pride. You have your money that you never thought you were going to make. I don't think anybody believed that he would be on this team for the price tag. I think the surprise for me comes in not at the restructure by the 49ers because that made sense the entire way to try to do that, was that Jimmy Garoppolo was okay with that. And he even said, look, there's nowhere for me to land out there. I'd rather back up here continue to to rehab and you know if if all goes right then we won't have to see jimmy garoppolo on the field but if not i can test the market next year so look it's it's easy the first instinct that you have is come on please don't do this again why are we doing this and i'll get to the bad part of it but i do understand why the 49ers themselves did it and we have to start looking at kyle shanahan as a guy that doesn't lie in any way about i'm not getting rid of good quarterbacks i'm not cutting this guy you have we have to start not saying well what is he supposed to say it seems like kyle just says what the fuck he wants to say yeah. and, and is what he means right like i think we need to like start looking at it that way and, and and there's nothing wrong with that so that's the good side to it the 49ers are insulated with a roster that can win the super bowl if god forbid trey lance struggles Forget that. I, I think that Kyle's going to stick with, with Trey. Like, I'm not talking about that. Like, they're not going to move no. off him unless he no. completely falls flat on his face or, God forbid, gets injured. Then it's nice to know that you have this backup plan because, let's face it, Jimmy Garoppolo is still the best backup quarterback in this league, yes. hands down. No questions asked. Nobody has anything like this on their bench. Nobody does. So for that part of it, and I'll get to the bad part. You know, I wanted to segue this off because I know everybody's looking at me to yell and all this shit and everything. And trust me. I'm glad that we got a few hours to sit there and think about it. I promise you, man. Like, I got a chance to chill with Averly, watch some Peanuts movies real quick. And then I got back, and I'm like, okay, now I feel a little bit better. But that's the good side of it. And when you think about the price, $6 million, yes, that's high for a backup. But no, it's not high for the best backup who is about to make $26 million, if that makes sense. I I want to... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I want to equate this to the ending of Game of Thrones a little bit and no spoiler talk. I'll just say, I'll just talk to Jason. If you're in the know, you're in the know. It, it's not how you, it, it's not the most exciting ending to the saga, but it makes sense in, in this, in the, in the case of everything. I, I think that this was always the, the best option. I don't know if it's the right option. I don't know if it's the wrong option, but Kyle Shanahan and we were going to do a 53 man roster thing. And we, we still might get into a little bit, we might get into it a little bit later, but a lot of the decisions I made was based off of, well, who would Kyle Shanahan trust in this situation? Because we've really, really, really learned that Kyle Shanahan's trust is the most important thing. Like if, if you don't, if Kyle Shanahan does not have your trust, your Dante Pettis, your Matt Breida, your whoever it may be, you're probably not on this team for much longer. I don't know who you could trust more as a backup quarterback than your starting quarterback for the last four years. I think bringing him back, I think the one thing that we always said kind of consistently in terms of the idea of both quarterbacks being brought, we never even talked about the idea of a restructure because we thought, why would Jimmy Garoppolo do that? That's something we said. And I, we would mention where you're not bringing both quarterbacks back because you're not going to have a $26 million backup. If Jimmy Garoppolo is on this roster week one, he is the starter because you're paying him $26 million. I'm sorry. That's what it is. You save $19.5 million off Mm -hmm. of that. Mm -hmm. He is now firmly your backup. If he isn't, I don't know what the creativity is. Mm -hmm. If you took the name out of it and said, just left it in generics, the San Francisco 49ers, just restructured their starting quarterback's contract from 26 to six and a half million dollars to be their backup quarterback. 
you'd be ecstatic. I think that's a very good headline. Mm-hmm. I think that's a very good situation to be in. Unfortunately for the situation, it's Jimmy Garoppolo, and there is no in-between opinion on him. You cannot be middle. You cannot be even. You have to love him or hate him. Hi, this is the Sprint Ride Option Podcast. We like to be kind of in the middle with it because we recognize Jimmy Garoppolo is a good quarterback. Good and good, good might be strong, but he's the only he's one. A- the only one who's allowed to be in the middle is Jimmy. Oh, hey, <laughs> Bing Bong. Sorry, Bing Bong. You're bringing that back. We 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 killed the dog in him. We're bringing back Bing Bong. There you go. Spread right off the podcast. But yeah, I I don't see how this is a bad thing. I guess that's where we could dive into the talk of what does it do for Trey Lance's psyche, and we can pretend like we're psychologists on this podcast. But from a number situation, from a team building situation, and hell, how about this? I'll take you even one deeper, Jason. I asked you this question before the pod. You didn't answer it, or you did answer it. It was a very short answer because I think the answer is obvious. If the 49ers hold on to Jimmy Garoppolo, he doesn't start a single game, and Team A, their quarterback gets hurt, and they trade a fourth round pick, just going to throw a number out there. What's your, what's your playoff team worth, right? A fourth round pick, throw it out there. And the Niners get a fourth, fifth round pick for Jimmy Garoppolo. Trey Lance plays every game. How is that not the best case scenario out of all of this? And that's what I think the 49ers are doing is they're just long playing this, but now we don't have to worry about them long playing it for $26 million at this point. And if it happens, if it happens, and if, you know, Jimmy Garoppolo doesn't take one snap and he leaves this team and signs a deal, which I believe he will next year. They get a third-round comp pick out of it. The 49ers are, are doing a classic case of CYA here. Cover your ass. Now, before I get into this part of it, I want to say this. Jimmy Garoppolo is not going to do anything in the media or say anything that is going to cause a distraction. I want to make sure I say that. I'm going to say it one more time. Jimmy Garoppolo himself is not going to do anything or say anything to cause a distraction. Having said that, This is not what I would have done if I was in this situation. And here's why. If this is truly Trey Lance's team, it's time to rip the Band-Aid off and move forward. I get that you want to insulate yourself because this is a prime Trent Williams, prime George Kittle, prime Fred Warner, prime Debo Samuel team. Got you. Understand that. But you made this move and you made it two years ago. For you to continue this act now with Jimmy Garoppolo, no matter the parameters of the discussion or the contract, it doesn't sit good. It doesn't sit good. And I'm not going to sit here and bullshit you. It doesn't feel good. From Trey Lance, I don't feel good about this. And again, Jimmy Garoppolo is not going to say anything that is going to make him a distraction. Jimmy Garoppolo is not going to do anything that will make him a distraction. But Jimmy Garoppolo's presence is a distraction because the media, once he has one bad game, once he airmails a couple throws, what do you do? Should you go to Jimmy? You're going to ask Debo Samuel, what do you think? Should we go to Jimmy? Hey, Kittle, I know Jimmy's here. Do you wish you you wanted Jimmy here? Like, these are the things that you needed to take away because nobody for damn sure was going to call for Nate Selfell. Nobody for damn sure was going to call Brock Purdy. What the 49ers did was CYA, cover your ass. And they did that on the back end. But that does not give me confidence with Trey Lance going forward. And this is not being dramatic. This is just what it is. Because if you really were set on Trey Lance, you were set, right? The Bears had Nick Foles, right? And he won a Super Bowl as a backup. And they were like, you know what, man? We've got our guy. Andy Dalton's got to go. He's got to go. Let's get them both out of here because this is our guy. We're moving forward. Not that I don't think that they believe in Trey Lance in any way, but this doesn't look good on the outside looking in. And now you're going to have people that are going to be able to challenge this openly. So again, Jimmy Garoppolo doesn't have to say anything to be a distraction. And Jimmy Garoppolo won't say anything that will be in any way a distraction. But his presence is a distraction. And now it is something that Trey Lance has to at least keep in the back of his mind. This is why I would have never done this. And you take your lumps. And if Trey Lance doesn't pan out and you have Nate Sudfeld, you know what? You lose games and you say, hey, you wasted a roster, but you did this by moving forward to get Trey Lance. And now you are wasting two years of this man's rookie contract, two years of this man's rookie contract in which you could have taken that money and spent it in a multitude of ways to already stack up this loaded roster. Now you are sending a message and allowing the media, you are allowing the chatter to grow. You allowed this. You're allowing this. So I don't want to see Kyle Shanahan get to the podium 
and get mad about quarterback questions, I don't want to hear any of that shit now. That's on you. You did this. If you wanted to stop this, you could have stopped this. You did what was right for the team. I hear you. But I don't want to see your face up there. Oh, my God. Why do I have to answer questions? You did this. You did this. So you deserve all of this. If you are fine with taking that punishment, fine. But if you are not, do not get him. If he gets up there tomorrow, I don't want to hear anything about Jimmy Garoppolo. I I, I want somebody to yell out of the back of the room, man, shut your ass up and answer the question. <laughs> you deserve all of this. Yeah. So I don't want to hear anything about, oh, you guys are pulling straws and you guys are reaching. You're allowing this to fester. People are going to pick on this. The national media is going to pick this apart. And now you have to deal with it. So don't act surprised when it happens. That's it. That's yeah. it. Yeah, and and to that point exactly, man. Since the season ended back in January, we have been told that Jimmy Garoppolo is gone. The the, the press conference, the, the famous goodbye press conference, we have been told. And up until this point, Jimmy Garoppolo has been gone, and we have already seen questions from the national media, from the media, about, well, are the 49ers actually sold on Trey Lance? Things like that. That's not magically going to go away now. Like you make you make a great point there. Now the question is, Jason, is Trey Lance makes a mistake. He knows he has Sudfeld or Purdy or whoever it is behind him. You know, it's a mistake. It happens. Now the question is, is what is it? Is it going to be every interception, every bad Tony. throw? Tony. Any... That's, the, that's the Baltimore media, Tony. Come on, man. There was no backup in the way when the Ray Lewis situation about murder. This is not apples to apples. When I don't like, know, yeah, I don't. I, yeah, that, that is not any way correlated. Sorry, that's, didn't mean to call you out, but that was just I, I, a I real bad take. I, I don't know what those real bad to do anything. Real bad take. Um, yeah, is is it going to be every interception? Is it going to be every bad throw? Is it going to be every incomplete pass that now Trey Lance has to look over his shoulder and see? Oh, is is Jimmy Garoppolo warming up? Is he putting his helmet on? What's what's going on here? So from that standpoint, yeah, there, there's a full potential because if he's here the whole the the whole season, you could look into the, the idea of it being a wasted season because let's say let's say he goes through October, right? Has three consecutive weeks where it's you know, Niners could be getting more out of the quarterback position. What can you do? And you go to the camera and you see, oh, who's on the sideline? It's Jimmy Garoppolo. And that, that to me is not ideal. So yeah, from the standpoint from the Trey Lance is the guy, I think we got to question that. We got to question if, if that's true at this point. Because I unless, unless Kyle Shanahan comes out tomorrow and says, 53-man roster, we're keeping three quarterbacks. It's Trey Lance, it's Jimmy Garoppolo, and it's whoever – and Jimmy Garoppolo is just a healthy and active every week. That's that's really the only way this isn't calling the the concerns of Trey Lance into the front line and and making everybody say, "Hey, are are, are they 100% in on him because th- this move doesn't make it feel that way, but it also could not." So it's a perplexing move. I think we just got all that out to say that this is a confusing move and it, and it is it's it's a weird one from the Niners. And that's the thing is just you're allowing this to fester and you're allowing this to happen. The fans are going to yell for Jimmy Garoppolo. I mean, this shit, they chanted mm-hmm. for, for David Carr. Yes. Uh, you know, so like <laughs> imagine, imagine <laughs> the same fans that chanted for David Carr are going to be the ones that all of a sudden when let's just say the 49ers start one and three or something like that or one and four that are going to yeah. be chanting for Jimmy Garoppolo. So don't act like this is just a media thing. You're allowing the fans to do all that too. I mean, there's certain people that will tell you that the fans forced Kyle Shanahan not to take Mac Jones. So if they got power to do that, then why don't they got power to do this? Again, I do believe that Trey is mentally ready to handle all of this. And all Kyle Shanahan has said. So in the same way that I tell you, listen to Kyle Shanahan when he speaks, listen to Kyle Shanahan when he speaks. It's Trey's team. I'm ready to go through struggles. He said that. So it's not going to be one game where Kyle Shanahan is automatically. I mean, how many people were calling for Jimmy Garoppolo's head last year after the Arizona game or, or like the Colts game, right? Yeah. So Kyle Shanahan is not going to be swayed one way or another. It's just you allow chatter to fester, and he's just going to walk up to the press conference and get mad when these questions mm-hmm. are asked. But you have allowed this to happen. Kyle's got the ultimate precedent on this roster. If Kyle doesn't want him here, Kyle, the Kyle would be the first one to say, I don't want him here to get him out. I don't care what John Lynch says. I don't care what Parag says. Let's get him out. Like Kyle mm-hmm. has that kind of le- like precedent with this. So again, 
it makes sense for the team. They have the best backup quarterback in football, hands down, hands down. And yeah. for six million dollars compared to the twenty-five, I don't think anybody would have had an issue with that. I just didn't see Jimmy Garoppolo having, you know, being cool with that. But at the same time, is Trey Lance is now going to have to listen to that, you yes. know, and and his teammates are going to be asked that. And, you know, the media, the Bay Area media takes a lot of, of beating about being, like, not solved. Like, this isn't New York media. New York media would grill that shit immediately, yes. like, right away. New York media is, is like, they would already be all over that. <laughs> Bay Area media is just going to continue to ask the dumb questions in funny ways and different ways that's going to annoy him. But, again, you allow those media, like, you know, like, every single Bay Area reporter, they ask these questions about Jimmy Garoppolo. Shit, uh, Kashi was asked about Jimmy Garoppolo uh, two press conferences ago for no reason. Like, it didn't even make any sense. Yeah. So don't make it seem like, oh, only one reporter is going to go for the drama. They're all going for the drama. Yeah. They all got stories to write. Like, what are we talking about? Like, it's going to be all of them. It's going to be Mayoko. It's going to be Lombardi. It's going to be Cone. It's going to be Jennifer Lee Chan. They're all going to ask questions about this. So it's not necessarily like, oh, it's just one person who's going to be They're all looking for the drama because yes. they're looking for the content. Like, and it's all there. Like, at this point, we got a donation real quick. Thank you, great. Thank you, greatness fifty four for the donation. I see this as an all in move. Media circus, be damned. They have the best backup quarterback in the NFL. So if anything should happen to Lance, they won't give a beat. Thoughts? Yeah, I, I think I think that's where I land on this. Like, yes, I understand the concern. I see people in the comments saying if Trey Lance is worried about Jimmy Garoppolo, he he isn't ready. Sure, yeah, that that's absolutely true too. I think the best way to look at it is the Niners do have a the best backup quarterback. They have an insurance policy that costs six and a half million dollars. Uh, I don't care. I have I fucks with Jimmy. Uh, the one thing I will say is that you know the TV broadcast is going to bring up this QB situation every goddamn yes, and and that, and that was a joke I sent to the chat right uh, like, with the, uh, this Kirk Herbstreet wouldn't Thursday. Shut up. Yeah, what Kirk Herbstreet, Kirk Herbstreet, and Al Michaels what, were so on the Jimmy, like perplexed by this situation to a point where I texted Jason in our group chat. I said, "Do you guys think that like John Lynch told Amazon that like, hey, I'll when whenever I, I'm free for media, I'll, I'll I'll join you guys. Just do me some favors real quick." And it felt like a Jimmy Garoppolo, like we're trying to trade him campaign because they were so perplexed by it. But yes. I, I do think this is the best case scenario. And Jason, I think now it's exciting because instead of saying the Nate Sudfeld role, we now say the Jimmy Garoppolo role of hopefully we don't have to talk about him again because he is the backup quarterback. Yeah. And that's the thing is it's good to have, but we, sh I hope to never speak his name ever again. Now we've got clarity, get him in the, get him in the practices, get him working as the backup, get him a playbook, get him with the team again. Can he handle it? And I am going to say this in a positive way. While I have denounced the idea because of the noise around the team, I do believe that this team is strong enough to not let it bother them in any way. And if you think about that, think about how it was last year with Jimmy Garoppolo, especially after the injury. You know, Trey wins the game against the Texans. How do you run out Jimmy Garoppolo with the banged up uh, thumb and, and shoulder and everything? They ran him out there, they win, and they go on this run. I think that if there's any team equipped to deal with it, it is the 49ers. But that doesn't change that this is now throwing things out that they need to. Like, don't you want to limit the distractions? Don't yes. you want to, like, calm all the talk? I understand that you might be able to deal with it. And I do think that this, this team, this coaching staff, they're too strong to let something like this bother them in any way, like to, to take their focus off football. But why would you allow this to fester when you had a chance to stomp it out? And – if you believe the Trey's – this is either an indictment on two things. You don't believe in Trey all the way or you don't believe the Trey is going to be healthy the whole way. I don't know which one bothers me more. If it's the health thing, that's one thing. But, yeah, like you've allowed this to be the discussion now at this point. But at the same time, this team did what was right for them. They did what was right for the team. What was right for them moving forward is term, in terms of winning – going to the Super Bowl, whatever it is they believe this team can do, what many of us believe, what many people believe to be a top three roster. At the same time, it's just if I was Trey Lance, I would I, I want to see him get the like the vote of confidence. Like just go ahead and run with that man. Like and, and it comes on the heels right after the Texans game when every single person on Twitter now all of a sudden is a quarterback coach, doesn't understand quarterback progressions, doesn't understand play calls, but everybody's like, man, you should have thrown it here. Man, you should have thrown it here. Man, that was a little bit off. And and that's the part that is just going to heighten the discussion, especially now that we've got 
16 days, 12 days, whatever it is now until the next 49ers football game with no practices. So I, I understand it as a team, but again, I'm going to harp. I wouldn't have made this decision, but again, who the hell cares? Yeah, I, I think where I'm at is it probably is the right decision, but there is concerns and questions I have. And I'm hoping Kyle Shanahan gives us answers, but he doesn't need to. He probably he might not. He probably shouldn't. I think he should just treat Jimmy Garoppolo as a backup quarterback, and that's that. But I'm sure it won't get treated like that because, you know, we can't. We love our Jimmy Garoppolo. But as I said, man, if, if this results in the Niners, because I know he has no trade clause, he can waive it. He can, he can waive it for a trade. Maybe the Niners get a fifth-round pick midway through the season. John, thank you for the donation. Maybe we'll see the fi- we'll finally get to see the rotating quarterback offense we saw in the preseason last year, except now it'll be each time the current quarterback has a bad play. Yeah, I made that joke as well on Twitter. I said, hey, maybe we'll see the dual quarterback that we saw against uh, against the Raiders last preseason. So, hey, man, listen, I – I understand the naysayers of Jimmy being grumpy about it. I understand the the pro Jimmy people being excited about it. We'll see how it plays out kind of as everything else in this Jimmy Garoppolo saga. The Jimmy Garoppolo saga continues. Wow. Day, day, oh God. I, 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 wanted, I wanted to make a joke of like day 1,453, but like it might be that. Thank, thank you, San Francisco 49ers, for creating our content. And I don't have to think about things to talk yes. about thank yes you. we we appreciate I think, it. I thank you guys for holding me down the entire offseason from the like picture of jimmy garoppolo being left in nashville to jimmy garoppolo playing beating the rams all of these things thank you so much i love the 49ers i'll never talk bad about this franchise I promise we love it we love it we love it the content that keeps giving hey jason I don't know if we have any thoughts on Thursday's game. If Maybe now we'll slide that in really quick, just give a little, and then we'll go into some 53-man talk. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Thursday. Had some laughs. Killed some time. Yeah. That that game was uh, – yeah, I don't care. Flush it. Uh, yeah. I, 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 I've completely, like, taken that game and just, like, tossed it. Like, yeah. I, I didn't learn anything. No. I – Probably lost brain cells watching a lot of Davis Mills, but uh, I'm good. Um, I I learned how much a pass breakup slash bad throw can be discussed. Yeah, Trey Lance tip throw. I learned I learned we could have a real I learned, discussion on that. I learned that people would question Kurt Warner, Hall of Fame quarterback, on the play and get dunked on politely by that man. Look, guys. I disagree with players when they have opinions on players. I don't disagree with quarterbacks when there's progressions and alerts and things that are common knowledge no matter what no matter what locker room you've ever been in. So for anyone to come at Kurt Warner and say, well, you're not in that locker room, you don't know the progression, shame on you and shame on buzzwords, please. I, I just I I promise you guys, not everything that you think should be tweeted and not every analysis that you give is probably the right thing and that's why i stay away from i don't don't post out the clips anymore i wait i wait i wait i wait i wait you just can't be saying stuff about he should have hit this guy (laughs) that's not how the progression works that's not how no it's taught it's not how it's taught no yeah so so there's our thoughts on thursday's just thrilling thrilling game uh thanks for the donation what to do with the extra 21 million and jimmy savings probably just brag that you have 21 million dollars in savings roll it over because it rolls over right a trade a a trade yeah like a trade's a little easier in terms of what the niners can do not much i mean there's there's really nobody out there to sign unless they make unless there's some groundbreaking trade that we haven't because i mean trades happen around this time but i don't know if any big names have been floated out there so okay jason let's let's make this a fun exercise $21 $21 million. Let's just let's just make a trade rumor out of thin air. I think with the $21 million. Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey, done and done. And then I, you, guys, I, you guys could have uh Dre Greenlaw and um and Tano Hufanga. There we go. Boom, boom, there boom. There we go. There we go. So the Niners are gonna use their $21 million in cap space for Aaron Donald. And it, I, I I do I just real quick. If the Niners don't trade for Aaron Donald, suspended for the season. If they do, free man, innocent, nothing wrong. Never just done anything du- wrong. Just dual wielding helmets. That's okay. We're cool with it. 
no, I it, it, for, for real though, the $21 million is probably just gonna be a rollover in terms of the Jimmy Garoppolo trade. It makes it a little easier because the team who would be acquiring him wouldn't have to figure that out is that's your money. Yeah. Yeah. So doesn't matter. I mean, this is done. You want to talk about Jaquaski Tart? Yeah. Be- so, so, so did we want to, did we want to go Jaquaski Tart? And, yeah, or I do mean, we want to go the 53 and then when we get to the safeties have the tart conversation? Let's talk This is what talk, this is what Jimmy thing. Garoppolo this is what Jimmy Garoppolo did to us. We had this planned out and now we got to plan it on the fly cuz Jimmy Garoppolo selfish Jimmy hashtag #selfish Jimmy. Uh let's, so, let's, so yes, to tart. Hello, hi. This has always been a pro Jukowski Tart podcast. This podcast mm-hmm. would be very happy mm-hmm. to bring him back. Let's rewind a little bit, though, really quick. Mm-hmm. Why, why are we talking Jukowski Tart? You, you, if you're listening to this podcast, haven't heard the news. The Niners, they have a bit of an injury situation with Jimmy Ward. Safety. We don't know how long he's out. He's going to be at least out the first four weeks. He'll make the 53-man roster tomorrow, but he can't be put on the short-term IR until he does. He's going to miss at least the first four weeks. So the Niners have a safety at question. The Philadelphia Eagles today released jaquaski tart he is a free agent he's available the niners have the opening jaquaski tart fits the need jason i think the people know what our thoughts are of whether or not the 49ers should bring him back we've been saying bring him back even before the jimmy ward injury happened i don't know i i think they should i absolutely think they should but the big question that you've seen on twitter a lot today is well, does Tart want to go? And I know he tweeted. I know he's tweeted a few things today. One saying like, "Wait till you hear the story," but then also said everything comes back around. So I, I don't know where it stands with Jaquaski Tart. Yes, I think the Niners should bring him back. What say you? They should bring him back, but they won't. And Tart doesn't want to be here. Why should he? In the same way that I say, why would Jimmy Garoppolo want to be here? Obviously, he thought this was his best chance to either boost his value for next year, but it's clear what they wanted to do. They wanted to move on to Fonga. I doubt that they have interest in bringing Tart back at this point. And I guess the message is this. Don't assume because a guy gets released, you're like, oh, well, he couldn't make their 53. He's... You know how many roster politics are are in play here? You know that the Philadelphia Eagles were in there playing their guys and had Kwaski in with the threes. Not like he's washed or anything like that because he's definitely on film covering tight ends and cracking people behind the line of scrimmage. Just because a guy doesn't make a roster doesn't mean that nobody wants him. Or just because a guy is taking his time in terms of signing with a team doesn't mean that nobody wants him. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people got football players messed up in this way. Some football players need a check every single every single time. They need a check every week, no matter. They don't care who's giving it to them. They need a check. Some football players actually go with their money, and they get to sit and chill and pick whatever they want to do. And if they want to take some time off, they want to get healthy, they want to do some other things in life and then come back, they can do that. Feels like Tarts one of those guys. Yeah. And if I'm him... Like the ex that kicked you out, then all of a sudden said, uh, you know, uh, you, I got a, I got a spot for you now. Nah, I feel yeah, him. I feel him 100%. Yeah, then that's the way I'm kind of like, should the Niners bring bring him back? Absolutely. Like if, if, if everything in the world is right or whatever you want to say, like bring him back. He's a, he's a good safety. Like I think we've seen that. We've talked about it at length. But he spent – a whole off season, this off season being told by the Niners, Hey, we got Talano Hufanga. We, we, we don't. And I think they, they said something along the lines of it. Like, Hey, he's probably not going to be back. So in every right, the Niners have in having a need and saying, Hey, let's bring the band back together. He has every right to say, where was this energy earlier this off season when, you know, I've done, cause he's been here since he was, He's one of the last two since the Harbaugh years, I believe, right? He was Harbaugh's, mm. one of Harbaugh's last players. He, he's been here a while, and the way they did, they just kind of replaced him with a rookie and one that's unknown as Talanoa Hufanga. And I know a lot of people like him. A lot of people are excited for him, but he's a late-round pick. We really don't know what to expect out of him. The few times we saw him, it was hit or miss. There was some good. There was some bad, namely the Colt McCoy Cardinals game where both Ward and Tart aren't playing. So just like the Trey Lance thing and, and Jimmy Garoppolo thing where what's this going to do to J- J- Trey Lance's psyche or confidence, whatever it is, 
the Niners basically uh, kicked Jaquaski Tart out, and now that he's coming in, or now, now that there's an opportunity, I don't see why he would just instantly say, yeah, dude, let's do it. Because because like the only way I could see that getting turned over is if they promise him the second starting safety spot once Ward returns. And I, I don't like that would just be so contradictory to this whole offseason because why are we even in this spot? If if mm-hmm. if you're signing Jaquaski Tart now telling him, hey, you're the second cor- second safety once Ward returns, why didn't we just do that in March? Why did we why did it get to this point? So long story short, yes, sign him. Is it gonna be that easy? I don't think it will. No, I don't I don't think so. I mean, it would take something like big apology, big money, something like that for him to come back. But yeah, uh sorry, sorry 49er fans, it's not gonna happen. There you go. So that's that's really it for the exciting 49er news for the day. Just a whole 25 Almost 250 people in here, man. Like they're here, they're here for the entire talk, man. Shout so, out to you guys, man. So I guess we'll we'll do this. We'll move to this part now, just because this was kind of the original plan. 53-man roster has to be set by tomorrow. So I I put together – so this is my first time ever. Like I told you this, Jason. I, I've always thought about the 53-man roster. I've never put together one. And so I'm going to tell you what I have. Jason's going to give me the thoughts, and that's how we're going to do it. This is my first time. So if, if you guys don't like it, yell at me. Tell me how, how wrong I am. I'm okay with it. I'll learn and improve for next time. That's how we're going to work. So – Quarterback, Jason, a lot of things have changed. I actually wrote down numbers. Shanahan's had three quarterbacks on the roster twice, 19 and 20. He's gotten two quarterbacks. I'm 20 go was COVID th- land. 20 was COVID land. So, yeah, so that's an important thing. Trey Lance, Jimmy Garoppolo, that's where I'm at right now. I think yep. Sudfeld gets cut. Purdy goes to the practice squad. And, hey, and I will say this. I did tweet, te- tweet. I texted Jason Thursday. Is Purdy making the team over Sudfeld? So that's a real conversation we would have had if Jimmy Garoppolo didn't sign and everything got thrown sideways. So for the, the Brock Purdy truthers out there, there you go. There's your little practice squad. There you go. I think I think that's exactly what happens now. I think that's uh, pretty much pushing Nate Sudfeld out the door. Shane, I would have been fine with Lance and Sudfeld, uh, you know, as the two. But hey, you've covered your ass. Way to go, Niners. Jimmy Garoppolo's back. I had them five running backs. These were the five I had. Elijah Mitchell, Kyle Juszczyk. I went Trey Sermon, Jeff Wilson, Tyrion Davis-Price. Jermichael Hasey, I think he's not going to make it because he's he's always been – we've talked about him the last few preseasons, right, Jason? And he's always been the guy who's who's been left off the roster. And I know the excitement for Jordan Mason. You, I hope they can get him on the practice squad. He probably won't. I just – I. Th- this goes to the Kyle Shanahan familiarity. Trey Sermon was here. He's a little more familiar with him. I think that's why I have him edging out Jordan Mason. Yeah. Um, I want Jordan Mason to make this roster. I just don't think he does. And Jermichael Hasty was the person. Now, if what I would be doing, yes, what I would do is I would keep Elijah, Juszczyk, Wilson, uh, TDP, and Mason. Yes. And... I'd cut Sermon and I would put I would stash Hasey on the practice practice squad and have him there. Yeah. Um, but that's not what I'm gonna do. That's what they're gonna do. And I do think that Andrew's right with this one. Yeah, and I think I I that's what you you had me set up a what they should do. 53 man roster. I have Mason in. So mm-hmm. that that's what I think they should do. I think what they're gonna do is go sermon, mm-hmm. receiver, Samuel Ayuk Jennings, Ray Ray McLeod, Danny Gray. And I threw in Malik Turner. I think Malik Turner is impressed, not just a receiver, but special teams as well. I think he's been solid on the special team. So I think at the bare minimum, that's where he gets his spot. But hey, maybe every so often you run him out there, see what he's got. Those are my six receivers. Yes, I think that's a, a great call. I think Malik Turner makes his roster somebody that they can turn to in special teams, something that they want to improve. Um, I was really impressed in Minnesota after he had the penalty uh, after the play that he came down and caused the fumble on special teams goes to show that if you're not impacting in one way, you're impacting in another. Yes, I think uh, Andrew's spot on. They are going to keep those six, and I think Malik Turner is one of them. I like that. I like it when Jason agrees. I feel very good about that. Malik Turner, yeah, Malik Turner impressed. I like. I, I think he mm-hmm. makes the roster not just for the receiver, but the special teams. Mm-hmm. I went four tight ends, and I forget how I got to – I forget how I went to four tight ends. This I don't one, know how – But but this I, one's debatable. Like, I've spoken to somebody else who has considered this idea too, so go for it. I originally had three – and then I think I decided to cut a quarterback and add a tight end. So the four tight ends are the four they have. 
Mm-hmm. It's George Kittle. Tyler Croft impressed mm-hmm. me. I, so I, I liked what, what I saw from him. Rosh Dwelly and Charlie Warner, just two familiarity guys. He's Shanahan's gone for tight ends in 19 and 20. I went back and looked at all the 53 man rosters. I tried nice. to align what I had with what Shanahan's done. He's gone three tight ends, three times, four tight ends twice. So he's gone with four tight ends before. So there's my tight ends. I don't think that Tyler Croft makes it, but I do not disagree with the sentiment, at least in that way, um, just because he's played well enough. He made yes. one of the nicest catches in that game um, of the Minnesota game. And he's a good blocker. He's a good red zone target. Um, and, you know, Kittle has missed games here and there. I don't hate it, but I don't think they will. I think they're actually going to stick with three, and they'll keep a guy either close by, like on the couch that they used to have, like with Jordan Matthews. Maybe it's Tyler Croft. I don't necessarily see people beating down the door for him. But I don't disagree with the sentiment about Ford. So I like it. Good call. Uh, yeah, I, I, Shanahan likes his tight end. So we'll, mm-hmm. we'll see. Offensive line, I had eight. This one changed because I had Donovan West and he got cut. So he got waived. No, he got waived. He got waived. Waived. I apologize. So, waved. So, so I'll give thoughts on that in a sec. Go, go for it. So my eight are Trent Williams, Mike McGlinchey, Aaron Blake, Banks, Jake Brandle, Daniel Brunskill, Spencer Burford, Keaton Sutherland, and Justin School. Uh, Justin School, I don't know if he's going to make it. I, that's just where I lean towards the familiarity of it. For what it's worth, I had I had Weston over Sutherland. So that just take that as you may. I think I had McKivitz over school. Um, and you were like, did Jalen Moore was Jalen Moore in there? Oh, I, I, don't I didn't put. I, I left off Jalen Moore. I, I I I wasn't impressed with him, but I could see him making. I probably I probably well, should have considered him. So maybe. More over skull, but Tony's right. Uh, Donovan is going to clear, and I think he's going to make the practice squad yes. as well too. But I think McKivitz is going to be in there. I, I think they like what, especially when you think about them playing him in Week 18 against the Rams. Um, uh, yeah, I don't think Sutherland. I don't think School are going to make it. So I will substitute those two with Moore and McKivitz. I was, and then I would say that you're fine. And then there is a chance that Daniel Brunskill can end up on PUP. They could, yes. they can grab one of those guys as well too for the first four games. So uh, keep that in mind as well. Perfect. I might be in on more over skull, to be honest. The more that I oh yeah, oh now, yeah. yeah, and and, and uh, was not impressed with that young man either in the Texas yes, game. Yes, that's but, that's, hey, that's but, uh, but but he's a backup. But we'll talk about that another day. Yeah. So so I'll go I'll go more over skull just because. Mm-hmm. Um, defensive line, I had ten, maybe a little bit of a surprising one. I had Nick Bosa, Drake Jackson, Samson Ebukam, Eric Armstead, Kevin Givens, Charles Omenahu, Jordan Willis, Javon Kinlaw, Kamoko Ture. And I went Alex Barnett. I was really impressed what? by Barnett. So the Kerry Hart. I, I put him. Mm-hmm. I, wow. I, I I put Kerry Hyder on the what they should do one for the brand. I was really impressed by Alex Barnett. And that that I think that's the pick I'm sticking my neck out the most. I, I wouldn't be surprised if it's Hyder over Barnett. But I, I really like Barnett. I thought he was I- pretty impressive. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Hyder stay is just Chris yeah. Kosurik, but I think that they can sneak Alex Barnett on the practice squad. I think they can. Linebackers, this was probably the easiest one. Fred Warner, Dre Greenlaw, Aziz Alshire, Oren Burks, Demetrius Flanagan Fells. I think that's shout out to Marcelino McQuarry Baldo. He doesn't deserve to be yes. cut from this team, but he he balled his ass off. But yeah, I think you got this right. I, I think this position was pretty well set at yep. at the start of this all. Secondary, I put them all together. Charvarius Ward, Emmanuel Mosley, Samuel Womack, Dante Johnson, Ambry Thomas, Diamador Lenore, Talanoa Hufaga, George Odom, Tarvarius Moore, and Jimmy Ward. Jimmy Ward, he's gonna make the 50. Jimmy Ward's gonna be on PUP though. Well, no, they're gonna I think they have to put him on IR. I saw somewhere they so, have yeah. to so if yeah. he's on IR, he doesn't count towards the 53. Well, I think they have to officially announce him on the 53 to put him on IR, so that's why I put him there. Okay. Um Jaquaski Tart. Deshaun Gibson probably is the guy. Jaquaski Tart, right? Jaquaski Tart. Bring Tart. Jaquaski Tart. Hashtag. We're back on bringing Tart back. <laughs> no, uh, I think I think Deshaun Gibson makes it. Um, yeah. Kyle went out of his way to set up back-to-back revenge games with Houston and the Chicago Bears for Deshaun Gibson. He's not yes. going to waste that. There you go. So yeah, it's Deshaun Gibson. Probably. He he was the guy I put in over Jimmy Ward, but then I read that they have to put Ward on the fifty-three to put him on the IR, so to be to be cordial with it. Uh, that's what I did. Specialists. I know this this was the this was the the sweatiest of discussions I had. Robbie Gold, Mitch Wisnowski, Tabor Pepper. There's your three specialists. I how how dare you how disrespect dare you? how dare you disrespect that punter on the street, whoever that is. <laughs> I saw I saw the Broncos release because 
and wanted to give him a pay cut. And he's and I had a thought of should I mention the Niners signing him and cutting Mitch to make Jason happy? But... You know who wants to you know who wants to sign him now? The other team that needs a punter. Oh yeah. Imagine imagine needing a punter. Couldn't be me. Imagine 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 no, imagine having to go through that shit storm of media for a punter, man. I, as soon as I heard as soon as I heard anything about my punter, I would have been like, get his ass out. I don't care. Kick his ass out the building, man. Who cares? So that's that's what I have for my 53-man roster. A few disagreements here and there. That's what I expected. That's what yeah. I had. I'm excited to see what it ends up being because, like, just alone, the quarterback position, man. Like, do they go three? What's the plan? The like, good news I- is this. The good news is this, Andrew. This is this is it. The good news is this. My Jimmy Garoppolo jerseys don't have to go away. I can wear them whenever I feel like it. They're still here, man. Like, it just – it's – you got to take the small things, the silver lining. Go for it, man. Like, let's go, man. Everybody everybody uh, expected this episode to be me yelling, ranting, and raving. I'm sorry to disappoint you. It's a little bit of growth. Uh, G-R-O-W-F growth. Um, just a little bit. I uh, want to reiterate my stance uh, for anybody who just started. Uh, I believe that the 49ers did exactly what was best for the team. I'm shocked that they were able to get it done because I never thought Jimmy Garoppolo would have agreed to it. But here we are. Content creates itself. Thank you, San Francisco 49ers, for being the team that I chose to cover. Appreciate you so much for all the content and all that you do all the time. No matter what anybody says, don't ever let anybody not call you a circus because, boy, are you the circus. It never (laughs) stops. We love it. We love it. The Niners are the best content creators there are. Hey, Jason, off topic, not football. We like to end on fun things. Do you want to know the most electric part of my weekend? Uh, I mean, if it has anything to do with House of Dragon spoilers, keep it to yourself. Keep it to myself. I'm keeping it to myself then. Good. Because it was very it. good. It was no. very good. you you You'll know what I am referencing when it comes up. It happens within the first several minutes. So you'll, you'll know what I'm referencing. Good. I got you. Good. I mean, I, it can't be any worse than watching a medieval C-section in the first episode. Thanks a lot, Game of Thrones. That's the worst thing I've ever seen. Luis, thank you for the donation, buddy. Should we give up the drawings of Jimmy G being on the team until he's traded? Too good to let that go. Good work as always. That poor Rita, woman. Rita. 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 If anybody has Rita, like, knows... We would love to have Rita on the podcast. Yeah, I would definitely love let's, to have her on Let's here talk about yeah. it. So if yeah. anybody Someone has access. Talk to Rita and say, Rita hey, Oaks. listen, there's two bearded it. guys, one with a better beard than the other, one much better looking than the other. I'm talking about Andrew, not myself. Like, you can get on here and we can talk. I mean, I just, I fear for her hand because this is, she's going to be drawing all the way through the season, it seems like. My goodness, man. I, I mean, well, now the loophole is because the deal is it's day whatever before Jimmy Garoppolo gets traded. So what if he what if he runs through the entirety of this contract, free agent signs with a team, never's been traded. Ah, semantics. So if we're gonna be arguing the little stuff, the fine print, because yeah. he was never traded, yeah, you don't have you can't stop Rita. Please don't let it be that. If he leaves the team, yeah. then just stop, please. I, and honestly, I already want you to stop. Honestly, Rita, I have no power over this. I think Today was a good day to stop. I think maybe one more just big, he's back. And, and nobody and would blame you. We're done. Nobody Call would it. blame you either. Save nobody your would. hand. Carpal tunnel's a real thing. Just be careful out there because drawing is hard. And I just, I, I, I appreciate the art. Yeah, I love it. Just yeah. take a break. Yeah. Enjoy, enjoy your life. So yeah, if anybody has, if anybody knows a way to get us in connection, we would love it. We would love to talk art with Rita. Well, I will say this. I am excited for this episode that we put out. I feel like we had strong feelings, strong feelings, but we didn't really say anything too crazy. I didn't lose my cool. I thought everything was all right. You know, it is what it is. There's a lot of people in our in our community that have built their their reputation, their lives on what happens with Jimmy Garoppolo. And this is good. Now this continues because you would have to create content some other way without it. But uh, yeah, the show goes on. I'm not fucking leaving. That's what that's what that's what uh, Jimmy Garoppolo was saying for Wolf of Wall Street. Like that's it. <laughs> I'm not leaving. I'm not leaving. Yeah, I'm sure that's out there or whatever. But you we know love what? It. We, we joke love about it all the time, but still gonna be interesting. You guys are gonna tune in and look at me and, and hope that I start yelling. I'm probably not gonna, but. I will say that I do have strong opinions about it. And uh, yeah, I can't wait to cover the rest of this year. Where would we be 
without the content that the 49ers give us on a well, daily basis. Well, I got I got good news. 13 days away, we're talking games. Woo! We're talking real life football games. This is a point though, too, from Tony. The restructure makes makes it easier to trade him because the base value has gone down for sure. And then and then all those all those incentives, I would think, would go over with him if something like that happens. So um again, the 49ers have never hoped for an injury. But I think that that's kind of what they've been waiting for. One that would really like remember, uh, Jameis Winston walked off the field for a little bit, and everybody was just adding the Saints. Like it would be something like that. Like again, like I don't want to wish that on Jameis. Obviously, Andrew loves him. Like that's you know, right. like I'm not we, talking we about Jameis. But it would be like a playoff team that that wants to keep their team afloat in that way. And and again, I've stated many times, I think Jimmy's a good quarterback. I think he's better than many of the starting quarterbacks in this league, including Baker Mayfield, Ryan Tannehill. I could go on and on, but. I think that the 49ers have just waited on that. And, you know, whether we like it or not, that's just been their plan. That's it. That's yep. it, man. Yep. We, uh, we're we having a good time. I hope everybody had a great weekend. Yeah. It's, it's been fun. We're getting – hey, man, as I said, we're 13 days away. 49ers football all the way back. Oh, we're we're going to get more. I want to clarify previous. this real quick. I want to cl- uh, clarify this real quick. Um, Jimmy G agent, I'm sure, put a no trade clause. He did. But the, the, the actual clause says in it, any trade partner has to go through them. So Jimmy would be able to agree to a trade if he likes it. Like you're not going to send him to Siberia. The, the no, yeah, the no trade clause. Right. Usually it's for a player. This yes. was for the team. Jimmy yes. Garoppolo wanted that insurance of you're not going to trade me to Jacksonville in right. week three where I won't right. have a chance to make because Jimmy Garoppolo wants to make the playoffs. I think every player yes. does. Yes. So yes, the yes. no trade clause there is to protect Jimmy as much as it to protect the yes. Niners. And so the 49ers did that to be nice to him as well, too. So don't think that there's any bad blood. They literally did. They did the nicest thing for them and the nicest thing for him. You still get to get money. You still get to be a quarterback. But at the same I, time, we're going to include you just in case anybody comes across. We literally said we were most excited about Jimmy Garoppolo leaving so we wouldn't have to talk about him anymore. We deserve this in a way, Jason. Fooled you. We deserve this in a way. We love talking about Jimmy Garoppolo here on the Sprint Ride Option Podcast. Jason Aponte, as always. Let's go Niners. And it's all right, guys. Everything's going to be fine. I promise. Hey, Jimmy Garoppolo's smile still in Santa Clara. Absolutely. 100%.